Welcome to Shonen Trashcast, episode 58. We've been gone for a minute, but now we're back with the pop culture phenomenon, Akira. We're back, guys, where we discuss a different anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm psychokinetic motherfucker, Vincent Perez. I'm wheeling a fucking laser rifle, Lauren Rushell. And I'm swallowing up Neo Tokyo with my brain energy, Kevin Bobbitt. And this week, we motorcycle slide and fucking take a pipe and smash it in the goddamn face of pop culture of the pop culture giant that's Akira. We're talking about Akira. Yay! We're doing a throwback. What's throwback. up, y'all? How's it going? It's been it's been a while. It's been a it's it's been a while. Uh, we took a we took a long break to rest our to rest our weary heads. And life smacked <laughs> me in the face. Yeah, so. life life came at Kevin kind of fast. So plus, plus you went to Texas for a while. Went to Texas for a week. Did that. That was real fun. It's like our own little summer break. Yeah, how long? We, yeah, we took a summer vacation. We were gone for like a month and a half. <laughs> Is it only a month and a half? It seems like yeah. a lot longer. It seems like a lot longer. I missed you guys. I mean, I talk to you like right I here. talk to you like every day. I miss <laughs> you every day, Lauren. What? I miss you every day. That's gay. <laughs> like I'm gay, and that's like gay. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for the past month and a half, uh, we haven't really been doing a whole lot we've been doing stuff we've been doing stuff but like we haven't really like hang out with friends hang out with friends things doing things getting summer things yeah oh yeah (laughs) did that ever uh even out lauren no i'm still peeling (laughs) jesus i mean i'm still kind of peeling but it's like very little yeah it's just like like you rub your arm it's like little tidbits instead of like actual like big peeling skin it's I got a little bit darker, so I got I, was... I got dark. So it was, I guess it was worth it. Just kids don't get trapped on a river for four hours. Yeah, we got trapped on a river. Our our two and a half hour cruise turned into a four hour cruise, and uh, didn't really work out. Not a cruise is a tu- tubing. It was our lazy river. Lazy river tubing. I was with the Texas for a week and went out in the sun a lot. Yeah, it was nice and hot. It was dry heat though, so it was like wasn't I didn't feel like shit. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's, it's been bad here. Now it's getting it. It, it is cold, cool. Blah, well, yeah, it's for been chilly while. for like the past week. It's kind of nice. Not it's even. Been, it's been storming the last few days. It's supposed to storm the next ten days here. So nice. Yeah, we got we had storms all like this past weekend. So. We pissed off Jesus, and now he's gonna flood us away. I mean, that's fine. I'm, Humans are kind of shitty. America mm. needs a bath from Trump because they're dirty. Uh, yeah, cool. So I guess we can move into our. News. There's been some news in the past week because uh, SDCC was this past weekend. Yeah, SDCC dropped a bunch of trailers, Did bunch you of new shit coming. Yourself with that? <laughs> yes. Lord's playing with a fucking clothespin. She pinched her finger. <laughs> no, I pinched my lip. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay. I just watched her like she made an owl face, and I was like, "What did you just do?" Okay. Anyways, sorry. Anyways, San Diego Comic Con was this past weekend, and the the good news about that is. They announced a bunch of nerdy shit. Voltron. Sorry. Yeah, she Yo. was gay. 
Woo! Yeah, Shiro of all characters is the gay character. I was like, hell yeah, that's Shiro's awesome. gay. Punk's Filipino. Yeah, I saw that too. Dope. Shiro's canon gay. Cry about it, sheath shippers. All I've seen, all I've seen is like gay Shiro fan art. Like just just Shiro by himself now. <laughs> he don't need no man. He's a strong, independent, single gay boy. Who has a man? No, it's an ex. Everyone's being really adamant about saying it's an ex. Adam's an ex. They're oh. not together anymore. Oh, is that his name? Adam. We got a name? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We'll see how the next season pans out. Uh, swinging for them ding dong fences. Oh okay. my god, stop. <laughs> then there was a bunch of there was a bunch of like Steven Universe news. Super excited because the new episode came out and it was real fucking good. I do not know anything about Steven Universe. Yay. Same. It's one of those uh, series episode- that I'm it's one of those series that I'm scared to get into, mainly because one, there's a lot. And two, uh I can't get past that first season and Steven being annoying as fuck. So The first the first season is like rough, but if you can get past the first season and get to all like the great shit, it's like, oh my god, the show's fantastic. Says, but that first season is like Can I just there's, skip it? There's some there's a lot of episodes in the first season that you can skip. Just give me the fucking story episodes to watch and I'll watch. Yeah, I'll I'll find the list of the story give episodes. Give me the for Dragon Ball's dra- give me the Dragon Ball Kai lineup for fucking Steven Universe. Yeah. That'd be down. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, first up in the news, Crunchyroll Summer 2018 Anime Simulcast lineup is coming. Uh, there ain't shit. Spoiler alert for this season. There's not really shit that we're interested in. Uh, Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan Season 3 is the who big cares? one. But who cares? Because it's Attack on Titan. Uh, Gintama's getting a Season 4, which doesn't make any sense because there's like fucking 400 episodes. <laughs> Um, what is this? Angle Moi Record of Mongol Invasion. That looks kind of maybe cool. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. There's Free uh, Dive into the Future. That one's, I guess, making waves on the internet because I, I guess people care about Really? Free. Did you really? Some people uh, care about Free. Did you really say making no. waves? Making waves. Yeah, man. I don't think he meant to. For no, it to I totally a... did. That you was did? Okay. He played it off really well. <laughs> that was on uh, there's Hanebado, which is the the sweet badminton anime. Ugh, no. I want to watch uh, Cells at Work. Cells at Work, Osmosis Jones anime. But yeah, no, like there's not really, unless you guys okay. If there's something that you guys specifically want us to review this season, let us know on Twitter, yell at Kevin or me or Lauren on Twitter, and be like, hey, watch this. We want you to watch this. We want you guys to review this. We want you guys to shit all over this. Otherwise, we're going to take the opportunity this season as our return uh, to kind of just take on... What is this fate thing right here? More Sorry. nostalgic things. What are you talking about? Is it a fate thing? No, it's not. Why does it look exactly like the characters in fate? Because all of the fate characters are generic as fuck. No. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> um, they but totally ripped that we're off. Gonna be, we're going to be going over like stuff that we like. That's why, um, in honor of the 30th anniversary, we're going to be covering Akira today. Um, and then we also have a couple other things that are going to be coming up. We're deciding on some shows that we want to watch, that we love, and we want you guys to love, too. So, next up on the news. Uh, the fourth rebuild of Evangelion movie film hits Japanese, Jap- uh, Japanese theaters in 2020. We're this is like this again, guys. Sorry. This is... This was announced in 2012, by the way. <laughs> Woo, 2020. We're going to do 
the Olympics are going to happen. Uh, it is fate. I told you. Anyways, sorry. I keep, but, I keep interrupting. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? So it's going to be known in English as Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, which is weird. What does that mean? 3 plus yeah. 1. That's 4. Quick maths. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. But the details are really slim right now. Like, apparently the trailer is being shown in Japanese theaters right now. And there's some pictures that have come out on Twitter of, like... Oh, I, I think it was, it. like, Ava Unit 4 with, like, Ava Unit 1's arms. Yeah, no, there's there there was a thing going around where there's a little video clip that they're showing in theaters. It's not, I don't even consider it, like, an actual trailer. It's like just, a like, teaser. a sneak, sneak peek. Yeah, it's a teaser. Still, I just, like... I don't like with this fucking article, they just have Mari's smug face. Cause I, 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 I love it. I love it. Mari sucks. I love it. I hate Mari. She's useless. She sucks. Her stupid glasses. I love it. Gross. Uh, next up, something we're a little bit more excited about. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly anime film throws down in dub trailer. Uh, so yeah, they officially announced uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly, which I'm actually kind of really interested in. So at Comic-Con, they, they announced the movie because they had the panel for it. They showed the Japanese trailer. And then this week, we've got the English trailer, which is like insane because they're just like, here it is. Okay, now here it is again, but with all the English voices and shit that you grew up with. Yeah. Except for Frieza, because Frieza's a new voice actor. Which I, I guess. Hate. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. But it's, so it's it's hitting Japan December fourteenth, yeah. and then it's coming right around, right back around for North America in January of twenty nineteen. Cool. It looks so, dope. The animation looks dope. Fucking Broly looks hot. Broly looks fucking hot. Broly looks real hot. Vegeta and Goku got some dope jackets, and I want fucking Vegeta's lime green fucking. We can jacket. see some. We can see some brown people actually cosplay Saiyans and not get shit on by fucking white people. Hell yeah, because Broly's tan as fuck. Yeah. He looks real cool now. Like I. I like that they shrunk it him is down. Canon. A bit. Yeah. He's not, oh he's yeah. Not, he's not like that massive. He's not like twice like, as twice yeah. as big as Goku. So anymore. I think they did that because of uh, I think I think Kale was her name, the female version of Broly from the last season of Super. Because mm-hmm. she she was the legendary Super Saiyan for that universe, and she was not gigantic. She was just really buff. Okay. I mean, that's all they should be. They shouldn't be any bit bigger. I mean, they're like massive monkey people. Yeah. So they could be massive. Because Broly was, like, insanely big. Like, way yeah. too big. Broly was, like, 12 feet tall compared to, like, 5'7 for Goku. Because Goku's been stuck in the shitty little human body too long. <laughs> I mean, wow. I like that Krillin shrunk. Krillin has been shrinking slowly over the series. Uh, Okay, cool. Next up, uh, the big four spread their wings in new Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer. It's not anime, but it's fucking awesome. I'm really excited because it's really cool to see Kaiju on the big screen. Um, The big news about this trailer is that um, this is the 20. It's a continuation of the 2014 Godzilla. um, And then we're also getting Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah in the same fucking movie. I saw a badass, like, Renaissance-esque trailer of King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah looks fucking cool. I'm so so pumped. They're calling them the Titans. Yeah. Yes. And they're all spread around different parts of the world. And obviously Japan had Godzilla, which is great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm... Mothra looks baller. Like, I love Mothra. Mothra looks great in this. Ghidorah looks so fucking dope. I'm so pumped. It's going to be good. And it's going to tie into the uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. So does um, that mean King Kong is the U.S. Titan? I, I guess. So. That's lame. 
but also so apparently there's there's gonna there's an interactive site called monarchstudies.com um they're doing this the way they did with um uh, uh no cloverfield thank you uh cloverfield you shit where you can do the uh, arg and you can track the four kaiju track the progress and unlock classified stuff which is going to tie into the movie i guess the oh, way that's that fun. the way they did for cloverfield which is really cool interesting because if you if you go through all like that cloverfield arg shit but like and then watch the movie or like watch the movie then do the cloverfield shit there's so much of that shit that that comes out of those args that like explains a lot of stuff in the movie yeah, there's a hell of a lot of backstory and stuff that they included just, like, in the ARG stuff that they wanted mm-hmm. the fans to dig up. That's cool. Uh, I guess Eleven's in it, too. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah. That's cool. Okay, cool. So this week... Wait, there's one more thing. Oh, there is one more thing. Uh, they This actually happened today. They dropped another trailer for Battle Angel Aelita, or Aelita Battle Angel, sorry. Uh, it looks a lot less Uncanny Valley, and then I'm actually really excited to see it now, because it looks really good. It looks a lot better than that first trailer, I'll tell you that. It does look yeah. a lot better. Um, it's coming I, in December. I am kind of getting, like, Final Fantasy Spirits Within vibes, though. Ooh. So, Ooh. I guess we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I I'll go like see the anything. $5 movie. Yeah, right? I honestly feel like when something's so cgi heavy see but here's the thing though is like if like, uh, if this does well that means that hollywood recognizes that anime properties can do well in theaters which means that other animes can get hollywood hollywood live action. we already have had live actions they've been all trash we've, we've had live actions but some, of them, some of them have been good but hollywood ones with big budgets will probably be better like Roroni could you imagine an eye shield movie fuck, don't even don't even but like fucking Tony Romo's. <laughs> we might we might be able to get it. We might be able to get Akira live action. No, finally. No, it's gonna I be wouldn't... like white people. I don't want that. Like the only other live action anime movie that like is somewhat interesting. They haven't done shit with it. Is like Cowboy Bebop, which would also be dope. Like still cast Keanu Reeves. Like please. I still don't think there has been a good representation for any anime adaption to live action Hollywood out there. No, no, really? FMA sucked. Rowan Kitchen no, is like the best Hollywood. one. Oh, what, oh. what I think would be like the best, even J- the Japanese ones. Rowan Kitchen. Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright was really spot on. Yeah. Hmm. Tension Wuyo, Hollywood movie. Silent Hill. Uh, no. The Silent Hill movie was really good. I liked that movie, even though it was absolute trash. I just this... like watching Pyramid Head pull a lady's skin off in one piece. Yeah, get, get ready for that that Naruto movie with uh, Nathan, Sarah, and Kenneth. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? No. Okay, cool. So moving on to our feature film of the week. Uh, we're covering Akira. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read the description this week because I'm excited. Go for it. Clandestine army activities threaten the war-torn city of Neo-Tokyo when a mysterious child with powerful psychic abilities escapes his prison and inadvertently draws a violent motorcycle gang into a heinous web of experimentation. As a result, a biker with a twisted mind embarks on a path of war seeking revenge against a society what once called him Fuck Batman. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you know, when I like hear this, that, this like, makes it a lot a more grim that, dark than well, it actually. Well, that and it just makes it seem like he has a fucked up masculinity like issue. Inadvertently he... draws Batman. a violent mar- motorcycle gang into a heinous web of experimentation. Like that's that's kind of true, but at the same time, no. <laughs> like uh, they make it seem a lot more dark and fucked up than it really is. Well, as a, I mean, it's pretty dark. And the whole up. like a biker with a twisted a mind. I mean, <laughs> he's a twisted mind because someone called him weak. I like, mean, no. Reading like, like reading this and not having any connotation to Akira. So like, as a result, a biker with a twisted. It's mind. very neck like, like it's like fucking Sons of Anarchy, like psychic psy warrior Sons of Anarchy. Like that's the biker Yo, image that I. But up. like, wait, like I kind of watched that because that sounds like biker mice from Mars. Oh God. But the whole seeking revenge against society that once called him weak is just like, man, you just got, you gotta get past that masculinity bullshit. Yeah, for real. He's a scared little pussy. You destroy you you destroy a whole fucking like city or world because someone called you weak. You oh yeah, man. Wants to be strong. This makes this makes Akira sound like shit. I mean, it's it's a coming of age tale. This makes Akira sound like shit. This is just, it does. I don't like this it. is just boys going through puberty. <laughs> Jesus yeah, okay. Just angry boys going through puberty. Only one of this is this is not stand by me. Older. <laughs> Isn't he? They find a dead body and then Hello? What? Kanada is older. He is older. He's, a, like, he's like a year or two a older. A year or two yeah. older than Tetsuo. Let me see. I was never sure on the ages. I don't think I don't know if they go into They it. were just in the orphanage together. Yeah. So I don't think they're exactly the same age. Uh, it doesn't really say. No. I don't see it very quickly. No. Okay, cool. Oh, so, for this episode, we're going to be discussing our personal history with the movie, our thoughts about the film, the cultural impact that the movie has, and anything else we'd like to mention. Uh, before we even begin, if you haven't seen this movie, please go watch it right now. Right now. Go watch it. Go it's f- on Verve. It's on Funimation. Go, go watch it. fucking watch this movie. It's so good. Uh, watch it now. Come back. And then... Listen to us talk about it. So, uh, fun fast facts. So wait, I, okay, I have a question before we, before we start getting into this. Before we start getting into this, I have a question. Yeah. Did you guys watch it in Japanese or English? I watched it in English. English. First. Uh, I got it on VHS at Blockbuster when I was like twelve. No, no, I mean, I mean for the rewatch for for this. Oh, we just watched it in the dub like we usually do. Okay, yeah. It's it's hard for me to watch this in Japanese. I mean, hearing I, I have to hear them yell at each other. That's just what I grew up with. This is one of the few things that I'll watch dubbed mainly because that's how I watched it originally. I think that's what it yeah. boils down to. It's like if I watched it dubbed originally, like Cowboy Bebop is Cowboy Bebop because that's how I watched it. Same as Shampoo. Uh, Samurai Shampoo. Yeah, like I watched I watched Spike Spiegel. Spike Spiegel sounds like Steve Bloom. That's the connection that I make. I'm like, uh, uh, like I, I can watch Dragon Ball, anything Dragon Ball in Japanese, and be fine. I mean, that's because you've watched a lot of it in Japanese, though. But you. Still but I watched like, like all of it in English as a kid, and then like, yeah. like I started watching the the new shit in Japanese. So, like the new shit, I'm like just accustomed to it now. I mean, yeah. I that's fine. I just feel like some of the older stuff that you, like you grew like. Oh yeah, like like Yu Yu Hakusho. I will never watch that in Japanese. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Can't yeah. I can't. You're bishy. Like oh. I, you, you Kuwabara has to like the Japanese Kuwabara voice sucks. I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too iconic in English. Yeah, it's it's fan- you you can't replace that voice. Period. 
Like when that when that OVA thing comes out. Yeah, it's oh, gotta I'm come trying, on English. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember the last time we actually watched it in Japanese because I think we usually just watch, we usually it, just in watch it in English. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it at least like once. Same Japanese, with like Inuyasha. But... It's weird watching it out of English. Yeah, that's a really weird yeah, one to watch. Like shitty. even like like Tenchi, like, like Tenchi Muyo. I can't watch Tenchi Muyo in Japanese. Yeah. 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 Uh, so fun fast facts. Uh, Akira was released uh, by Toho on July 16th, 1988. It saw a limited release in North American theaters on uh, the 25th of oh. December, 1989. Um, George Lucas and just... Steven Spielberg both called this unmarketable to American audiences, which honestly... Because of the violence? No, just because of the content. It's a weird movie. Plus, Americans don't like watching fucking subtitled films anyway because most Americans are dumb and can't read. Yeah, but if you took that away... Is it how is it? If people it's, enjoyed Blade Runner, why wouldn't they? It's a weird Japanese animated movie. Adults think that animations for car, for like cartoons are for kids. Well, yeah, I guess if you take that into account, yeah. then yeah, the, like, like, like especially adult, looking at the looking at the time period when this movie came out, that's yeah, the mindset yeah, like, for like, every adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, Blade Runner was already out. Yeah, but it's not an animated film. Right. I know. Think about the other animated films that were oh, theaters see, the around thing, this time. Well, that's the Transformers, G.I. Joe. That's the thing. I'm not thinking about it as an animated film. I'm thinking it as just a normal, as regular a movie, film. Yeah, that's because we're nerds. <laughs> we're not that's normies. Real. Normies look at it and be like, oh, that's that Japanimation. Until uh, they watch it. Yeah. It was written <laughs> and directed by the original author of the manga, Katsuhiro Tomo. Um, if you haven't read the manga, it is six amazingly huge and fantastically drawn volumes of just ridiculous golden age anime amazingness. Manga. Now, didn't the manga end after the movie came out? Yes. The yeah. manga The manga ended in 1990. I'm assuming he already knew how it was going to end considering he's writing the damn thing, but like, I feel like they did a different ending for the movie because they couldn't include everything that was in the books. Right. Um, I mean, the books were long. It's a very lo- lengthy series, and there's a lot more yeah. to the books. But the I mean, movie, it's like Battle Royale. Yeah, but the movie does a good job. Um, so what is your personal history with the film, Kevin? Uh, the first time I saw this movie, I saw it at a buddy's place because uh, he had the VHS tape. His mom bought him the VHS tape. <laughs> and, like, I... How old were you? Oh, God, I was in like elementary school oh shit did you guys pause the video on Kauri's boobies <laughs> no <laughs> when she gets fucking assaulted Ugh. uh i just remember like i remember seeing it and like that being like one of my really first instances of like anime and just being like i, I was confused of what the hell i was watching uh oh, yeah. but like by the time like like the second time i'd actually like when i actually really watched it i was in, like middle school and I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Because like, I was watching Dragon Ball by this point. I was like, why isn't this a thing on TV? Why why can't I just watch this? It yeah. was, I thought it was I thought it was fucking fantastic. And this was like when anime was really blowing up here. So it was cool to like see this and be like, this is just insane. And I need more of this. And I think that's really what pushed the anime shit more onto me. Because I was like, anime can be real cool. American cartoons suck. Why am I still watching Rugrats and shit? <laughs> Hey, take that back. Rugrats is great. I mean, I love Rugrats, but, like, it's not Akira. Like, no, you take be... that fucking back. <laughs> I agree with Kevin. Tommy and Chucky could totally be kind of intense. Oh, my God. I mean, you guys know about the whole, like, Bart Kira thing, don't you? Yes. Yes, I know. Because I, I, I would love to, like, like, 
this movie spawned a group of animators, like real animators, who want to reanimate this entire movie with Simpsons. With shit. Simpsons characters, yeah. And they they made like a lot of the movie already. It's really fucking weird. It's a weird crossover that works somehow. Yeah. Um, what's your history with it, Lauren? If I remember right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was middle school because that's when I was like really starting to like get into all this stuff. But it's <clears throat> my dad had satellite TV, and I think it was like Encore's Action Channel or whoever owned that. Yeah, because they would play stuff late at night. And yeah, it was on. That was Encore. It was a, it was on DirecTV. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it the first time, or actually the first few times, because they'd play that and like X1999 and Ninja Scroll and Bubblegum Crisis and a bunch of other and shit. Boogie Pop Phantom. Actually. No, because who did, who did play that for a while? That was Adult Swim, wasn't it? Mm. Adult Swim did have it for a while. I think they might have. But um, <clears throat> I think that was my first interaction with it. Um, and then it just I kept coming back to it every once in a while. <laughs> so I've seen it a lot. But um, I don't know, nothing too crazy when it comes to like first things. I also was always really into like cyberpunk stuff. And then especially in middle, I think it was middle school, I was really into, like, cyber goth shit, cyber just style-wise. Style so I was, like, all about, like, anything that was kind of, like... fucking, like, drapey stuff. Yeah. So so it all kind of just melded right into what I was interested in at the time, so... And what's your personal history with it, Vince? Oh, thank you for <laughs> asking. I didn't even let anybody else ask you that let, question. You didn't just... let anyone, like, get it out of their mouth. <laughs> Um, this was actually a blockbuster rental for me. I remember specifically seeing, like, the VHS cover and, like, passing all the anime. This is, like, when I started, like, getting really into, like, the anime stuff and, like, really watching, like... This is, like, post-Pokemon and, like, me trying to dive a little bit deeper. Um, I think... You know... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I think at this point I'd already seen Ghost in the Shell because I'd already, like... It was one of those ones where you see the box, the box looks dope, so you check it out and you watch it at home and you're like, Whoa! I gotta watch more of this shit. So technically, I saw Gits first, and then the first time I saw Akira, I was fucking freaking out. Cause here, here's these boys that are probably like a couple years older than me, and they're so fucking cool, and they're riding around on dope ass motorcycles. They're so cool, aka they're just delinquents. Yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. Who, who don't have parents? Yeah, man. I just want to be badass like that. I want to ride cool ass motorcycles, <laughs> clown dudes in the face with a fucking pipe. That sounds cool. Uh, and then get psychic powers, and then like explode my girlfriend in my arm meat i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny though like i feel like blockbuster had like all of the really inappropriate anime movies and because they didn't know dude that's how i saw berserk for the first time they had taped berserk well it's funny because it's like it's all rated it's technically all rated our shit Uh and it's just like but they're cartoons so like but this thing, like, thing. I know, but they look it's at... like they had a concentration of all the really fucking like dark, like intense. Because it's probably very movies. easy for them to get all of like the manga LTD fucking movies and shit, like Ninja. Oh Skull. my god, yes! Like that's how I said Ninja for the first time was fucking manga and uh, Bandai. Yeah, and Pioneer. it was probably Pioneer. really easy for them to push that get, to push that stuff out, and Blockbuster was like, "Oh yeah, we'll take it on the cheap." And when you when they look at that, like nobody watched that movie. They were like, "Okay, violence." 
Uh, language. Alright, whatever. Titties, Let's put it whatever. out. Whatever, it's a There's cartoon. There's always anime titties out. But, like, nothing to watch it. Like, the rating probably just said, like, violence and language. And just, like, yeah. there's, like, alright, cool. It's just, like, any other anime. Just put it out here. I mean, like, even when my parents were checking, like, my dad wouldn't even question it because it's a fucking cartoon. Uh, yeah, it's like they didn't take a closer yeah, look. Yeah, my dad would just, like, If they would have taken like, a closer oh, a look, they would have probably been, like, mm, no. Yeah. Uh, so... I want to take this next little bit to discuss uh, the characters a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about, like, the three main characters, the three main players, uh, who are Kaneda, Tetsuo, and Kei. Uh, how about I, our boy Kaneda? What do you guys like about him? What's iconic about him? His bike. Besides his, yeah. fucking, his fucking dope jacket. Yeah, right. The bike. The bike. Like it's The bike. That I mean, bike, that 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 motorcycle that slide is in is in pretty much any animation. It was in it was in fucking Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like come on, like that scene of him just sliding sideways with like uh that shot is like super. And that's in like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, where did he get all the money to get that bike? They, he probably he stole, stole it. it. Oh, yeah. he did steal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he said he stole it. And he just he just he just modded it himself. Yeah, he modded it himself, and then he's really the only one that can ride it to its maximum. Because Tetsuo's. You know what? Now think about the majority of these characters are pretty hot headed. They all just like run right into shit. I mean, when you think about it, they're just fucking like they're kids. They're teenage boys who are just pains in the ass. How old is Kay? She's 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 a little bit older. older. She's a little bit older than Kaida. I think she's like nineteen. I don't think she's yeah. I was gonna say she's not a teenager. I think she's like nineteen. So, like, while Kaida and Tetsuo are like sixteen, fifteen, or like. 17 i'd say 14. like 14 16 i think tetsuo is like 14 or 15 yeah sure acts like it he's got the kid mentality which i would say that they kind of portray pretty well in this that big ass yeah <laughs> fucking <laughs> marquise's cosplay of Canada is still just like my favorite thing though i loved cosplaying with him it was so much fun um well, let's see. Kinda. What about his character is fun? I like that he's kind of brash and just kind of like doesn't really think. He's he has, headstrong. He has like a magnet mentality headstrong. where he just kind of rushes in. Yeah, and kind of gets his ass handed to him a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. So, he is kind of dumb. I mean, but like <laughs> at the end of the day, which kind of sucks, is he was just trying to help his friend. And he was really trying to help his friend until his friend kind of just spit in his face. Well, and they were, they yeah. were pretty much like brothers at a certain point because they yeah. had been at the orphanage together since they were little. And he was mm-hmm. always looking out for him because wasn't Tetsuo like getting bullied bullied a little bit? Tetsuo was when getting he was bullied because he was the newer kid, I think. Yeah, and, and he was And Kaneda young. was like kind of standing up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so we it's see like that they in the have a long, deep like deep relationship but then it all kind of gets blown to shit which sucks i mean like I, a lot of it comes, a lot of it is just egos coming into play and tetsuo just feels like kind of always treated him like a little kid yeah which he's more of a little brother to him and like i feel like tetsuo didn't really realize that until it was too late right yeah so that shot with that fucking laser fucking blew his arm off yeah yep uh Okay, cool. Well, let's talk about Tetsuo a bit. He's a weenie. Uh, he also, a weenie. wait, hold on. Ka- Kanada, another Kanada thing is his ID picture. It's like the best fucking ID. Oh, shit doesn't he have this big, giant, ever. stupid smile? Big, yeah, it's. it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Also, he's oh, I mean, he's a teenage boy. Kanada, right. Wants to get, get his dick wet. Oh my god, why? Trying to get that nut. Okay, stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh boy. Oh, we forgot what's his name. Who's with K all the time? Shigashima? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's important. Yeah. 
Oh my god, stop you guys. <laughs> Thank you for adding that, Kevin. Uh-huh. Uh, for, since, since this is an audio medium and I have to explain what just happened, Kevin has the show notes up, and since we can all edit it together, uh, Kevin just adds after Kaida, trying to get that nut. So next up is Tetsuo, who's my BB. I love Tetsuo so much. Oh, boy. He's a fucking weenie. He's like the general manager of Weenie Hut Jr. Damn. Um, he's just, he's, oh he's kind of just a little bratty, bratty, whiny boy. Uh, oh, he who, wants to be a big boy. He wants to be a big boy. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to join the big boy club, wear the big boy pants. Uh, but he. How does he have a girlfriend and fucking Kaneda doesn't? Because he's a sensitive boy. <laughs> <laughs> Kari's always just screaming after me like Tetsuo it sucks so <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking just leaves her so many times I feel so bad because he's just like sorry I have to leave and he just dips she gets caught up in some shit oh, and gets punched in the face because of him too like, poor Kari <laughs> and then he explodes her in her arm in his arm meat I mean like I, I as as a 12-year-old kid seeing this for the first time and watching, like, fucking him getting those powers and shit and, like, they have him, that big iconic scene of him on the fucking table and they got those big weird, like, circles going around him. It was like yeah. a magic MRI. And I was just like, oh, I want to do that. I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. <laughs> you want to have telekinesis. Uh, I want to fucking go out into the power. hallway and, like, splatter a bunch of dudes and then just, like, fucking fly out of the goddamn hospital. I want to do that. I want to be that guy. I thought he was so fucking cool, and then he like. You know, I'm surprised. Why? Why out of any esper out there, Akira picked Tetsuo? Because their wavelengths sync up. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Brain, because the because the thing the like woo-woo. yeah yeah yeah. Fun yeah, fact yeah. about that: that was actually one of the first uses of CGI in anime, ever. Um, that and uh, a couple of the other scenes where they're kind of like setting up certain screening, like uh, certain uh, like parallax effects. Um, this mm-hmm. is one of the first anime films to actually utilize CGI effects. Uh, also, another fun fact: there are over one hundred and sixty thousand animation cells in this movie. One hundred and sixty thousand. And then someone still had the gall to say it wasn't fluid enough. Yeah, uh, and think about that when you think about the fucking bike chase scene with those cool ass fucking light trails and shit. Oh. Uh, Oh, so cool. Um, But I love Tetsuo because he is a weenie. I have a thing for weenie characters because, like, they just want to be cool. Tetsuo just wants to be cool. He wants to be on the same kind of, like, playing field as Kaneda, which he felt that he wasn't, but Kaneda never really looked at it like that. Um, And I felt like him trying to, like, be a big boy as his main... A big boy in all the wrong ways. Yeah, he's trying to be a big boy and be be, be the tough guy. Uh... And it just didn't work out for him, which sucks, because, like, he went about it in a shitty way. Well, I mean, at the same time, Akira just kind of dumped all this fucking, like, unhinged power in his hands. No, he wanted to awaken him. Whatever. He knew he was a powerful being. And he's going so, to blow up Tokyo and he again. he awakened him. And his forehead's real big. <laughs> he got a big-ass forehead. <laughs> That's your country. His forehead's real big. Got a real big forehead. He's got that. He has your widow peak, doesn't he? does he? have my widow yeah. peak. That's why it worked out. When I yeah. cosplayed him. Yeah, I had that deep-ass little peak. Looks like an M. I love Tetsuo. Tetsuo is great. Uh, his, like, his whole... His whole, like... <laughs> he had a badass red cape. Like, he he pretty much did everything that I would have wanted to do at, like, 13. 
to just be cool. Like, oh, yeah, I can fly around. I got a sweet-ass fucking cape, and I got no sleeves on my shirt, and I can fucking crush people with my mind. So you want to be an X-Men. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, if we're being real here, I just wanted to be Nightcrawler. Like, that's all I wanted to be. I just wanted to be Nightcrawler growing up. Why didn't you take acrobatics then? Because... No, I had to learn. <laughs> I had to learn math because I have an Asian mother. <laughs> that is true. Uh, next up on the character list, uh, another very important character is K. K is seventeen. I just looked it up on the wiki. K seventeen. Oh, really? Okay, so okay. she is young. She's a uh, she's uh, a resistance fighter that uh, gets dragged into the whole thing with uh, Kaneda and Tetsuo because Kaneda wants to get his dick wet. <laughs> Yeah, because isn't he chasing her? Yeah, he's like after the the, when they get when they leave the police station, he's running after her, and he just follows her and follows her, and then she fucking like, they end up in the sewer. She has a gun. They she kills some dude and freaks out. He helps her. It's a bunch of shit. But like, I like she's not useless. I like her because she is not like bullshit female character. Kari, no. (laughs) She's actually like. She's a strong, independent woman. She's not a damsel in distress. Yeah, Yeah. she's not, which is great. She does cool shit on her own. She fucking kills a dude and gets really sad about it. I mean, she's never killed anyone before. Like, Yeah, but once you do it, it gets easier every time. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm guessing you know this from uh, experience. Yeah, I've killed hundreds with my sword of a slab of iron. It's eight feet long. (laughs) I swing it around on the battlefield. Is, it, is this your your berserk body pillow? This? Yeah. I want that thing so bad. So I can sleep with it like Guts did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Kay as a character because she's strong, she's very independent, and she really doesn't give a shit about, like, anything else that's going on besides, like, fulfilling the mission. Yeah. Yep. Like, she... Even when, like, all of the other fucking people that are doing the mission die... She keeps going with it. And, like, even at the end when, like, her and Kaneda are fucking, like, on this battlefield of fucking floating rocks and shit, she's still trying to help. She also gets, she gets, like, some psychic abilities awakened by she's one like, of the... She can, like, she's like the, the channel for the espers and shit. She's a yeah. walkie-talkie. Yes. Yeah. She's an esper walkie-talkie. You know, the little, the little shriveled children people talking <laughs> through her. <laughs> why do they look like that is because that the, the the drugs that they take ages their body. oh yeah i forgot that they they're all just like pumped full of they're drugs fucking kept loaded up hospital. on heroin okay that shit ages you i mean so does meth yeah so that's what happens you look like a little old man <laughs> with a little kid body with knee-high socks yeah <laughs> and you get to watch a dude get fucking obliterated by machine guns which is Still one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever. Just, like, watching him get completely obliterated by machine guns. And it animated so well. I thought you liked the milk part. Okay. That's... Okay, so after we discuss characters, I wanted to talk about some of our favorite standout scenes. And that is my number number one scene in this whole fucking movie. The one that stuck with me. What, the the milk thing? Even after I've seen this movie, like, hundreds and hundreds of times, the first scene that I think of whenever I think of Akira, is the fucking teddy bear car scene where they just fucking bleed milk and, like, Tetsuo's having, like, a fever dream in his bed and then the espers are like, oh, we want to come meet Tetsuo. 
Let's fucking dress up as these monster fucking teddy bear shit. And then Tatsuo freaks out. And then they just start, like, fucking crying and bleeding milk. That scene is insane. It's animated so well, but it's fucking insane. Holy shit. Like, what the fuck is that scene? Magic. It's so cool. (laughs) What, What scenes do you guys particularly love in this movie? What are, like, your iconic scenes? The fight on the fr- on the highway, like right off the bat. The like the first scene in the movie, yeah. like, first, like them chasing after the clown. Yeah, it's so iconic. And like, then that, that clown getting a pipe to the face. Yeah. Yeah. And everything that's going this, to shit. Like the scene right after that, where the dude is running through all the traffic and like gets gunned down super hard. Like. Oh, the first time we people. see that little Esper boy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like. Did you, first off, he, he shot those two dogs in the traffic, so, like, the one kid, like, saw it, like, right there. Yeah. And then, like, they're like, let's call the police, call the police, and all of a sudden, here comes a bunch of fucking cops and their dogs and shit, and he just gunned this, they gunned him down twice in the fucking street, and the little Esper boy was like, Esper power, he screamed, he screams once, and it destroys all the windows, and, like, this giant neon sign shit just, like, falls down, and he just, like, disappears. Yeah. And then... After that, Tetsuo runs into him. And then Tetsuo gets to go to the hospital. Yeah, because don't they, like, come in and just scoop him up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kaneda's freaking out, and that's when they get arrested. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's another good scene, though. When they're, like, uh, all, like, yelling at the cops and shit. Mm-hmm. And the cops are just, like, beating them up. <laughs> yeah, that scene that you just sent me, Vince, that's the one. Yeah. Except it's not Flanders. <laughs> uh, do you have any other scenes that stand out to you? I think the scene of like Tetsuo in the beam from the satellite, like mm-hmm. right when like he looks at himself and he's like, "What's this light on me?" And then all of a sudden, like you see the fucking laser just go, and then his arm just gets blown off. At the at the end of the movie, when Kanada gets caught in the explosion, yeah. And, like, just experiences both of their memories before he comes back. And then the espers have to dive in to save him. Yeah. So... That was really fucking cool. Okay, so to to elaborate on that, this is something that I never, never realized. So, at the very end of the plot summary in the wiki, um, at the very, the very last sentence, it says, Finally in control of his powers, Tetsuo triggers a Big Bang in an alternate universe. I never realized that. I I, didn't I never either. got that that was the end of the movie. Like I didn't get that. Well, what did you get? Well, like I just thought that he like was in a different realm with Akira. Yeah. Not that he just like started a whole nother fucking universe. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, he's because so. he started the new universe, and then like, then Akira takes him there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says, "I am Tetsuo," and then the credits start. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, uh, here's something that I also want to talk about in regards to, like, even the scenes and stuff. Uh, the music for this movie... That's amazing. ...is insanely it's good. It's so good. Um, after just, looking... again, the, be- the beginning of the movie, where the, the fucking just music bumps up, yeah. after it just says a character, the music just bumps. It's like, this is the shit, man. Like, I, w- I, w- I, need, I need somebody to, like, freestyle over that shit. Just I, it's, like, barely iconic. I have it on vinyl, because they re-released it, but... After looking into it, it's actually really, really interesting. Um, 
The music is done by a group called Gaino ya Yamashiro Gumi. Um, it's a musical collective consisting of hundreds of people. Um, there's just, it's, they do recreations of folk music around the world and they do fusions of everything, which is why, like, it had, like, the soundtrack had a little bit of everything sound-wise. Like, there's, like, weird African drums and stuff, and then they use traditional Japanese instruments, and then they have, like, weird choruses and stuff, and, like, I watched a video of, like, them as a group live, and they're huge. There's, like, a shit ton of people. And it's kind of insane to think about, like, oh, okay, cool, like, let's pick something that's a big kind of, like, collective for this kind of movie, which actually fits it really well because of, like, mm -hmm. it being a movie about, like, psychic collectiveness. I, I mainly just think this movie is about two boys going through puberty, though. Two good, good boys. Two, well, <laughs> one one kind of good boy, and then the other kind of like naughty boy. One dumbass. <laughs> They're both dumbasses. One of them's a, a dumbass with a good heart, and the other's a dumbass who's Who a, little, a complex, a little brat, a little bratty boy dumbass. Yeah, he's got a complex. Yeah. That pretty much costs him everything. Yeah. I. I still, like, I always, like, think about him squishing Kaori. <laughs> and, Why? Like, he just goes, like, you. all of a sudden, she's like, no. And he's like, oh, no. Kaori. Kaori, no, you have to save Kaori. Kaori. I could be. And then all of a sudden, you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see her just get squished. And he's like, no, Kaori, no. And I'm just like, you did it, man. Like, and then he turns into that weird, like, baby, baby thing. Baby thing, which is horrifying. That thing was so fucking creepy. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, I, I love... You love body horror. I love body so horror. So, like, that for me, I was just like, yes. I, I hate body horror. Yes. That was, that was a little much. Nah, man. Like, that scene that scene of, like, Kaneda standing in the foreground, and then you have, like, swollen face, like, fish lip Tetsuo swinging its tentacle <laughs> arms in the background. I love that scene. <laughs> Alright, talk talk about talk about your, your milk nightmare. Let's... let's... The milk... The milk nightmare. Oh, okay, so just imagine just being in that. Like, I put myself in Tetsuo's situation. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, these little kids want to connect with me. That's cool. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a teddy bear and a fucking little toy car crawling up on my chest, and it feels like you're fucking having a waking dream. And then all of a sudden, they're fucking huge and fucking crying milk. So creepy. <laughs> So creepy. And then you fucking it's use really a psychic, disturbing. You fucking do a psychic blast, and then all of a sudden the kids are like, "Oh no, we gotta run away!" And then they run, and Tattoo was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then he goes <laughs> to take his pills. Yeah, my pills. Oh, this, sorry. This just reminded me of that scene where the shit just goes crazy. Oh, the fucking waveform. Yeah. Woo woo woo, and it's like yeah. wah wah wah, and it's, yeah, it's cool. It's like that. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. With the woo woo yeah. woo and the wah 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 wah. <laughs> Make us fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, I will say in regards to production, the the uh, pioneer dub is actually pretty good. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Young Bosch does a good job as Canada. Joshua Seth. I'm trying to figure out what else Joshua Seth has done for Tetsuo. Um, who has he done that stands out? Oh, he does Ty in Digimon. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what's 
this is let me I'm gonna Google this actually. Well, I'm gonna just ask. Was there ever a fucking was there ever a video game for this? I I don't know. Don't think so. No, there was a video game. Uh there was a game for the Famicom. Oh, you found it? There's one for the Jaguar, the Super NES, the Genesis, and the Sega CD was being developed, but they canceled them. Uh, and then there's a video game so for the Amiga. So what do you Amiga. do? Do you just try to stop Akira from, or, uh, uh, Tetsuo from, like, destroying everything? I, I guess. And then with, um, with the release of the DVD in 2002, Bandai did a Akira Cycle Ball, which is a pinball thing for the PS2. Yo, the Famicom version came out the day before the movie came out. Oh, that's cool. I wonder if the game's any good. I've never played it. Yes. Lauren just pulled up the fucking milk bear screaming scene. Um, also, there are talks... Okay, so, in 2002, Warner Brothers acquired the rights to make a live-action remake of Akira with a seven-figure no. deal. It hasn't gone anywhere. Thank God. Uh, 16 Wait. years later, there's been a bunch of names tied to it. Um, right now, in September 2017, uh, Taika Waititi was in talks to be the director for it. God, that would be so good, though. Uh, he also re- he revealed his intent to keep the ethnicity of the characters intact, which means he would use Japanese actors. Um, I feel like he could do a good job with it, but at the same time, I don't know. Um, I thought, didn't it, who? I there have been so many directors tied. Um, no, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo bought... DiCaprio's production company was the one that was going to be doing it. Okay. Originally. Because they um, bought the rights to it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I guess we can discuss the cultural relevance of this now. Like, there are a lot of people who reference this. There's been so many, like, this is one of, like, the wider referenced kind of, like, animes ever. It's pretty much a staple. If you're getting into anime, you need to watch this it. This is something that you or probably you ha- should or... have or should watch. This is yeah. a pop culture or... phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it, it really, is, really is. Like, you can't go anywhere without seeing a spoof on it. It's greatly considered to be one of the best anime films of all time, if not one of the best films of all time, period. Um, it's extremely culturally, culturally relevant because... And of, driven. And driven. Um, it's inspired, it's like inspired a lot of things like we probably wouldn't have the Matrix if it wasn't for, like, Ghost in the Shell and Akira and shit like that. Um, Equilibrium's kind of like that. Like, I love that it fills... It, it, it fills that little cyberpunk hole in my heart that loves to be filled with all of the little delicious cyberpunk things. <laughs> um, I love that there are a lot of, like, people who are big fans of it. Like, there's a lot of rappers who are fans of it. I mean, just, like, because a lot of black dudes love fucking anime. Which, uh, like, Kanye West used a lot of the imagery from Akira in his video for Stronger, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lupe Fiasco's talked about Akira and made references to Tetsuo a couple times in his songs. I mean, he has a fucking album called Tetsuo and Youth. Um, a lot of directors have referenced Akira as being, like, one of their kind of, like, favorite films and stuff. Like, there's... Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were big proponents of, like, bringing it to the U.S. and, like, actually talking about it. There's always, like, not crossovers, but characters from other series wearing Kaneda's jacket. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, that's always the thing. I mean, and if you think of, like, the movie Chronicle... Yeah. That's, that's like, live-action Akira right there. Yeah. And that jacket... Just his jacket in itself is just iconic. Yeah. Just the pill. Yeah. The the fucking jacket and the bike are, like, the most iconic things. Good for health, bad for education. Yup. Yup. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to discuss about this? I think we covered everything. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta take it around with it. 
I think we've pretty much covered honestly everything. Let's talk it's, about how much how much we love it. It's it's such heavy, it's heavy and deep into the themes, into the thematic elements. But it's just it's such a pop culture phenom. It's just like you you can't watch anything without seeing something that's touched. Yeah, it's it's hard to to it's hard to think of what pop culture would be without without this. it. Yeah, I mean it's definitely one of like the bigger proponents of anime in the U.S. This is like growing up and like talking about anime with my friends like this ghost in the shell ninja scroll those are like the big ones to watch movie wise which are all highly inappropriate for the age ranges that we were but at the same time like how fucking cool is it being like 12 13 years old and watching this just being like yeah do you know how weird it is to like to be a kid in high school me that had the psp umd for fucking ninja scroll are you serious (laughs) Were you watching that shit oh in school, Kevin? I was watching the show on the bus on the way to school. I fucking oh got anime God. titties out in school, Kevin. Jesus. <laughs> that shit had the Oh My Goddess I... movie on fucking UMD. Oh Are you kidding me? I do feel like this is a movie that, I love like... me some Bell Dandy. And this, this may be... Stop it. <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, considered... I feel like if you're getting into anime or you are into anime and you have not seen this, I feel like... You're doing it wrong. Well, not that. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, and the fact that, like, I feel like most people who are fans should go back and see, like, some of the older stuff. Know what it is. Know your roots. Yeah, know the history of it. Because it's just, like, it's played such a critical... A lot of these shows, and especially this movie, has played a large role in a lot of pop culture. All you fucking new weebs to the game, dip, dip back and watch some older shit. I think it's just good that way. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it makes you all rounded. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you're missing out on some cool shit. Yeah. I missed out on some cool shit. Lauren's dragging me through the old stuff now. Have you finished watching Escaflona yet? No, I no, haven't. No. Because oh, it was like watching we've true been, crime we've shit. We've been watching true crime stuff. We've been watching yeah, a lot of murder murder stuff. Yeah, finish up Escaflona. Now we got to watch Monster because I don't think was, Lauren's ever seen it. What was the other... Didn't you say you never watched Outlaw Star? Who was it that never watched Outlaw Star? That was Vince. I've never, I've never seen, seen Outlaw Star. I've heard it doesn't that. hold up it's hard, well, though. It's hard to go back and watch it, but like if you've never seen it, just watch it. Yeah, I you know it's kind of crazy. I was thinking about this the other day, how Cowboy Bebop still like holds up. Yeah. Even style and animation-wise, oh, yeah. it still mm-hmm. holds up to this day. And it's like, what, 22 years old or some shit? Something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. So I was just like, what? <laughs> crazy. Sorry, I cut you off. Happy 30th anniversary, Akira. Thanks for... Did they not put any merch out or anything for the 30th? I don't know if they did for the 30th, but there's so much Akira merch out. They need Mm-mm. to do something for the 50th, though. <laughs> I buy shit in for 20, the 50th. In 20 years. I'm, I mean, I'll still be alive. Twi- I'll, be fi- I'll be 50 years yeah, old. Yeah, I'll still buy something. You know how p- parents go, oh, this is a fucking phase? Well, guess what? Pokemon was a phase. Look at that shit. <laughs> like, Jesus. Cool. Uh, I guess we got some questions to answer, right? Oh, no. We got a few questions. Let's start with Twitter questions first. First question comes from at Link the Bard. If Funimation thanks, thanks, and Crunchyroll had a giant mech fight against each other, piloted by the social media team, who would win? Crunchyroll. I don't even Crunchyroll. know. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll has the stronger social media team. I was going to say, I don't even know if Funimation's social like, Funimation, media team. Funimation tries to be as, like, meme-worthy and fucking, like, on it as Crunchyroll is, but Crunchyroll nails it because they employ people who are, like, fucking 20-something years old and are in that Yeah, I don't pay attention. Fucking people who are our age and it's, like, yeah. are into this shit. Who get the memes. They understand the memes. 
They they live the memes. They eat the memes. They feed from the memes. If it wasn't based on social me- social media, I'd say Funimation. I feel like they've been around in the game way longer than Crunchyroll yeah, ever Crunchyroll, has. Crunchyroll's like come up. They they've have come a, up. They have a convention. Funimation don't have a convention. Funimation owns pretty much fucking everything. Yeah, but Crunchyroll owns just as much now. Well, no, they they, the li- they don't. Well, they have the rights to it. Yeah, but they're not licensing everything. Yeah. I think I think if I don't know. Hmm. I think Crunchyroll would win. I think Crunchyroll would take it. In a in a Voltron esque battle, I think Crunchyroll would win. Quantity doesn't mean quality, though. Yeah, but like Funimation doesn't really have like. There's been a lot of stuff lately that they have done that I'm like, eh. If this was if this was like back in the day, Funimation. I don't would know, look at the it. amount of yeah. bullshit that Crunchyroll brings over. I mean, and then Funimation does a lot the dub of it's for not it. Good, yeah, so. then Funimation dubs it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I think we answered that one. <laughs> Next question. Do you want to do this question, Vince? Yeah, we got uh, at Sonder Servo. Uh, thanks, Wade. Uh, so what? Wait. What didn't you think about Megalobox? As in, now that the show is over and no more hot takes can be had, uh, no more cliffhangers to keep you addicted. Do you still think about it? Did it make room to stay in your heart? From it, what do you care with you now? We haven't finished it. We haven't finished it yet. Kevin, I think you finished it. I finished um, it. I still think about it because I still want to finish it. Yeah. Um, that's the main thing that I carry with me now. And the, the other thing that I carry with me is that it makes me really want to watch Ebo. It, for me, it, it, it makes me think about the fact that for a show that was this short... It meant to be just a an anniversary special for something, for for an extremely old series. That they could put this much love and care into it and make this great a show. It makes me wonder, like, what they can do for other shows that have these long anniversaries. You know what I mean? Berserk. Well, Berserk that kind of just got shit on. I don't. Honestly, it makes me it makes me really 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 miss that old school aesthetic. It does. It, it like yeah. that old school. It it feels. If if you didn't tell me that this was a uh, part of Joe, I think this was an extension of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. I I miss I miss things being animated like this. I miss the style. Style. I miss everything not being moe. Like I feel like everything has to be moe nowadays, and I hate or it. Or it's like dumbed down. Yeah. Like there's still series that are like kind of doing their own thing and, like, breaking the mold and stuff. And, like, there is some OA stuff that is really cool, like Land of the Lustrous and shit like that. But, like, I miss the gritty, like, kind of, like, dirty like anime re- aesthetic like, of, like real- the 90s. I don't want to say realistic, but, like... It's dirty. It's gritty and dirty. It's dirty. It's, I agree with that. The line work is kind of rough. Yeah, but I would say... The characters I are a little bit more, like... I Megablocks, like, dirty. It's cleaner than... The shit that was from the night. But it has that old dirty look that it old has that series old, had. Dirty kind of like, kind of brush brush aesthetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss that. I just I miss all the detail. I think that's what it really comes down to is the amount of detail. Yeah, animes, in the drawing really or in the animation that. style itself. You yeah you most anime now you don't have that kind of detail and I, that's what no. I really miss. Yeah. So. Everything is like that. everything is fucking CGI'd or it's fucking flat as fuck. What One Piece has stuff like that. So, Hunter Hunter was like that. Hunter Hunter is moe. Yeah, but it's animated well. Yeah, it's animated extremely yeah. well. I would agree. Uh, yeah, 
So I hope you answered, answered your question. I think we answered your question, Wade. I think we fucking answered your question. Huh. And here we get to this. Yahoo from mm. Brian. Woo! <laughs> oh, here we go. What is it? Is there a downside to dating an anime... F- an what? A- is there a downside to dating <laughs> an anime female? There's a girl I've been talking to. She likes anime. Did you just... Did you did not. She's smart, has a bright future, and I think she's very attractive. I can't even believe she gave me her number. Could there be a downside to dating a female who has an interest in anime? We have been talking for a little over a week. Thanks for your help, Josh. First off, you fucked up because you said female. Don't do that. Uh. Is there no, a downside first off, to dating you said, anime female? Yeah, you said anime female. Do not fucking refer to girls who are in anime said- as an anime <laughs> female. The uh, fuck is wrong with you? Also, just don't say female because that's just like don't don't do that. I refer to every woman girl as a female, just as a general umbrella term. <laughs> it's just easier that way. Oh my god! I'm a male. There are feet. What's wrong with that? <sighs> How old is this kid? This is four years ago. Oh, really? Also, this was posted in Family Relationships and Singles and Dating. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's proper. That's the proper section for this. <laughs> They're weird people, man. Uh, Paco, the, see, Paco has best, opinions about it. Yeah, the best sorry. answer. You can't assume it won't work out because she simply likes anime. Judge her by her personality and character. Dot, 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 oh, dot, my dot, God. Dot, dot, dot. Stop. Um, and the next answer is they're weird, they're weird people, man. <laughs> is there a downside to dating an anime female? I, I Honestly, yes. Because uh-huh. it really depends on the person. Because I've dated a handful of anime females. And Can you please just not? Been don't, both, don't. It's don't. been both good and not good. <laughs> please stop saying female, please. No, stop saying anime female. There, what, it's the fact are, that you're playing anime before female. There are downsides to a dating female. A anime female. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because they're two D and they don't. They're not real. No. Oh my god. Meow. So sorry, everyone. I apologize for our cat. He's you, see, usually, cat usually the recording can't pick up Paco. We'll find he's, out after. He's yelling by the door. I mean, I, I really can hear him. I can hear just, him very clearly. Just throw him out the window. He'll be fine. Oh my god. Just throw him out the window. He'll he'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah, we have he'll we have food. Back. <laughs> <laughs> We have his food. He'll come back. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, is there a downside to dating an anime female? Stop referring to women who if you like mean, if you mean, anime are not If you mean a woman female. who likes anime, not really. I mean, their taste might suck, but besides that, at least you have some shit you can watch together. Like, fuck, can watch- fuck, fuck Netflix and chill. I'm trying, I'm trying to Crunchyroll and chill. Like, what's up? She can be the darling on your Frank. Oh my God! Stop. Stop. No. Okay. <laughs> We're done with this question. <laughs> Kevin, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Kev Bobbitt and KB King Sounds on Instagram. Also run the Twitter for this show, and I have uh, two other shows. One I do with Vince and our boy Brian called Need Salt, uh, and I have another show called Bonus Stage. I do with my friend Emily, and we talk about food and video games respectively. Uh, Lauren, where can we find you? You can find me at Miss Silver Fox. It's MS underscore Silver Fox, one word, on Instagram and Twitter. I don't do shit anymore. 
Well, so you've been tweeting. You've been tweeting a bit now. Well, no. See, how I tweet is that when I all of a sudden have time to actually like dick around, (laughs) I'll like dick around for a little bit, and then I'll go silent for a while again. Don't fuck up my chair, please. Yeah, sorry. Bitch, where can we find you? Where can we find you? I wanted to do that. Um, you can find me at Beans V E E N C E on Twitter and Instagram. As Kevin said, we're also part of Need Saltcast. Uh, that's a food-based podcast that we do with our uh, good, good friend, uh, Bryant. Uh, and that's it. That's all I do on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to Emily Cardamus for our podcast, Elmart. You can find her over on Twitter at CorruptedGem uh, and at EmilyCardamus.com. Uh, she did uh, our dope fucking Elmart. It has my face real big. And it's it has good. and it has Kevin and Lauren looking at my face real big. Uh, thank you to D and D Sluggers for the use of the track "Why Are You Like This" for our theme song. You can find him over at ddsluggers.bandcamp.com. Don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, if you would like, please, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please, please, please give us reviews. It helps us get a little bit more exposure, gets us on the ranks, uh, gets people, uh, gets our name out, gets people listening to us. That'd be great. Definitely. Uh, five stars, please, because we're cool. Uh, and uh, I think we could probably if, do. We have any reviews? Like, could we read reviews on the air if we have some cool uh, we reviews? Yeah, we have a couple. Hold on, let's let's pull these up. Let's while we're oh no we're no this. hold on, Kev. We'll save them for next time because that's a new okay. Thing. So if you review us, you give us five stars. Fuck, you don't give us five stars. I swear to God, I think we have one four star. Everything else is five star. Fuck that. You give us five stars. I'll read your yeah. Story. One there's one four star and twelve five stars. Fuck that. Uh, next week we'll be back with Rama one half. Please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag shonenasks. We're more active on Twitter, so shonenasks would probably be the easiest way to reach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been a psychokinetic motherfucker, Vincent Perez. I am, or I have been, a wielding a fucking laser rifle, Lauren Reschel. And I've been swallowing up Neo Tokyo with my brain energy, Kevin Bobbitt. See you next week, guys. Love you listening. Bye. Bye.